Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, because today we are going to be talking about a little writing that I made. I still don't know what constitutes a poem, so I can't call it a poem, but it's like a poem slash writing slash something that I wrote down on the paper. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's go ahead and get started. We have to wait because I have to open my phone so that I can end this part. (laughs) Okay, now let's get started. Okay, so today I was at church and I don't know what thought came to my head that made me think about this, but somehow I was reminded of, oh my gosh, Kamari, you wrote like a writing about things that you liked about yourself at one point in the past. And I was like, I want to read that because, sorry, Hannah's texting me. I don't know why. Um, But anyways, I was like, I want to find that because I remember writing that. And it was basically, I, I remembered writing down things that I really liked about myself or admired about myself. And so, Hannah, stop it. You're being rude right now. I'm trying to have a podcast and you keep dinging and docking. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I hope she don't take um that right now. Please do not do this. Okay, anyways. So let's read the first half and then I will read you the second half that I um that that I added on today because I was inspired to add on. And I think what I'm going to continue to do is just continue to add on to this until I get like a whole little, I don't want to call it an anthology because I don't think that's fitting for this, but like, you know, a whole collection. So it's, I don't know what the title of it is, so I can't give you a title, but basically it starts off with the question, what do you like about yourself? And I wrote, I really like my eyes. It's not necessarily the color that I like. It's more so the vibe of them. I particularly like the intensity of them when smiling. They can often be soft when in admiration. I also like the smile they give. It's so sweet and warming, I feel. I also like my smile. It's really bright and warming. And when I smile, I smile big and I like that. I also have a slight dimple on my right cheek, and I love that. But my favorite are the little commas my smile forms at the northwest and northeast points of my top lip. They're cute and adorable. I love my lip shape, and I love my lip color. I love the natural shade of brown my lip gives off. It's like nature's nude, no lip color needed, and I love that. Oh, and the little beauty marks I have particularly populated on the left side of my face under my eye. I like them because they remind me of my grandma Omisa. She had them too. So that was the first half of this little writing that I wrote about what I like about myself. And let me just point out some stuff because I was kind of like thrown to the side. Y'all know that, you know, I'm not the best writer, but this is something that I've been wanting to get into lately because I like the way that it allows me to express myself. And so I'm, you know, I'm working to develop 
the strength in my writing but some things that really stood out to me that I'm like this is not Kamari's writing because I would not say that normally I was so surprised that the that how I wrote it but the one thing that I liked that I wrote was um what I said but my favorite are the little commas my smile forms at the northwest and northeast points of my top lips I thought that that was so such a good line like that was a great way of creating imagery and it's so true because I do like they are little commas but the fact that I use that to describe it and then the northeast and northwest like girl not you kind of giving not you kind of giving that's what I'm telling myself right now like no seriously and one thing that I wanted to expound on is my eyes I really like my eyes because If you've ever seen me smile, and if you've ever seen my eyes, I don't know, because I have a lot of pictures that I don't share with everybody else, like of like selfies that I have, but there are some times where I look at my eyes and I say, they are so beautiful because it's the intensity that it gives off, the vibe that my eyes gives off. It's like very, very, um, I don't know. I like it. It's it's the smiles that it has and the way that my eyes can smile and can tell so much through them. I really, really love that. And so I like that I wrote that I like that because I do. I do, I do, I do. I like it. Also, I like that I put they can often be soft when in admiration because again not me giving kind of like a like a writer not 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 exactly that's what I was thinking to myself and then the last thing that I wanted to point out was that is so adorable I remember taking the time to look at my face and it was when it was then at one point when I was taking the time to actually just like look at my face in the mirror and like observe my face because you know how you look at yourself in the mirror every single day you wash your face you brush your teeth da 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 so on and so forth but how often do you actually observe yourself in the mirror I don't do that very often for obvious reasons it's healthy to not do that a lot but I also think that it's healthy to observe yourself because you get to see parts of yourself that you never even seen before and I think that that's cool because if Imagine if you haven't seen it, what are the chances that someone else hasn't seen it? So it's like you're knowing something about yourself that no one knows unless they've taken the time to really observe you too. You know what I mean? And I think the concept of that is cute or cool more so. And I was taking the time to observe myself one day and I I noticed how I have these little beauty, beauty marks populated under my left eye. And I remember... When my grandma was here and she visited often, I would always see those up under her up under her eye. And I see them in pictures too. And it's actually really, really beautiful the way that I have them too. And it kind of makes me a little bit emotional because you guys know that I, I love my grandma and how much I want a grandma so bad. If you don't know, go listen to the podcast that I made about me wanting a grandma so bad. But knowing that I have that, that gives a bit of comfort in a way. And I'm happy that I got to notice that. So now let's talk about how I added on. Now this is rough, rough, rough draft. So I don't want none of y'all little writers coming up in here silently judging me because my writing isn't up to par with what you want to see. 
this is what was on my heart today. And so this is what we're going to share. So, <gasps> my, my, my little microphone stand almost fell over. So let's talk about what I added. So, um, I added, I love my, my skin and how it emanates heat always. I don't even know if I actually like this, but we're just going to go with it because this was what was flowing out of my head. I was like, I'm just going to write what I feel and then I'll go back and edit later. And I haven't had that time to go back and edit later. So let's just hope that it's a bit cohesive. But let me start over with the second part that I added today. I said, I love my skin and how it emanates heat always. The fire in my hand holds is representative of the passion that burns for those and for those and the things I care about. My zeal runs dormant until evoked and I love that there's fire in me. Fire for warmth, fire for comfort, fire for zeal, fire for compassion, fire for those who need it most. I love how my skin holds stories for years. The slightest scratch will prove will proof to the story. See, okay, this let me give you a little bit of a um come on, so he say backstory to this line because I think what I was trying to say is the slightest scratch scratches give proof to the stories that I don't know what I was going to say but that's what I was trying to say I don't know what that where I was going to go with it but what I wanted to write down was the slightest scratches gave proof to the stories dot 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 but it was kind of giving me like oh say <laughs> oh say can you see you know and Gave proof to the night that our flag was still there. The scars that my skin holds, they give proof to the stories of my life, to my lived experiences. And that was basically what I was trying to express and convey through that line. Let me edit. Let me edit that right now. I still don't know how to word it, but that's what I was trying to say. They give proof. They give proof to the stories and lived experiences experiences that are my life I don't know if that'll stay the same but for now that's what it is okay and then I go on to say I love my skin and the warm tone it gives I love how it complements the sun and the sun complements it Okay, so that's my skin section. So kind of let's go through that. So I started off talking about how I love my skin and how it emanates heat always. If you've ever been with me in person and you've ever um, noticed, I get a lot, a lot. Like I've heard this multiple times. Kamari, you are so hot. Like literally your hands are so warm, like you're hot. Um, I always run hot. My body always emanates warmth. Like no matter what, even if I feel that I'm cold, if I ever put my hand on someone else, I'm always degrees in temperature and body temperature hotter than them. And my mom always tells me like when I come, you know, near her or when I would like touch her, um, you know, on the arm or in the middle of her back, cause she usually has back pain. And sometimes I'll like pat her back and she's like, wow, Mari, your hands are warm, like they're hot. And 
I remember when I would be in school and we would say, oh my gosh, I'm cold. And I would like touch them and I would literally warm up my friend's hands because my hands are so warm. Like I'm a literal warm body. So that's where the inspiration came from me talking about, I love my skin and how it emanates heat always. And then I go on to say that the fire, my hand holds, my hand holds as representative of the passion that burns for those in the things I care about. So basically where I was going with this, well, let me finish off. And I said that the zeal, my zeal runs dormant until evoked. And what I wanted to say about this whole little section is how I admire how passionate I am about the people that I care about and how loyal I am. And it's very true. I tend to be a neutral and chill person for most of the time. But the second that I hear that somebody that I love has been threatened or has been mistreated or is hurt or is upset at the hands of anybody else, anyone else, like literal, the zeal evokes in me. It runs dormant until it's evoked. And that's very, very true for me. Like I tend to not get upset about many things when I do I do get upset and that's cool um I tend to not be expressive in my feelings but for my friends and my family I will use my mouth without any hesitation but when it comes to me man I'll be dying inside before I say anything about how such and such is hurting me or such and such is affecting me or this or that is you know influencing me I will never say anything but when it comes to my family and my friends, it's a whole nother story. Like, it is is a is interesting and amazing how that is there, and sometimes I don't really get to see that a lot because my family, my friends are not constantly being hurt. But the seconds that they are, you do get to see that arise where I do get very zealous and very passionate. And I don't like it when people play with people that I that I care about. That's one thing. Um, but that's why I said that I love that there's fire in me because I don't really notice that. And my mom used to always tell me stories about how when I was younger, like she never had to worry about me on the playground, you know, with like a kid hurting me or bullying me or whatever. She told me this specific story of when she was at the playground with me and this kid's parent comes up to her and she was like, oh, you might want to watch your daughter because my child they get a little bit rough or a little bit rowdy. They bite or they can they can tend to be a little bit pushy or whatnot. And my mom told me, she was like, she told the lady, she was like, um, oh, she's fine. I don't have to worry. Kamari's fine. Trust me, she can hold her own. And my mom proceeded to tell me about how like, couldn't nobody really try me on the playground because I was not going to get pushed around. If you want to take my toys, I'm going to take it right back. You're not going to take my toys. You're not going to do what you want to do with my stuff. I'm going to tell you how to play with it. and You better play with it nice. And if I don't want to give it to you, I'm not going to give it to you. And that is a Kamari that I don't personally identify with fully. Um, and I she doesn't resonate with me to the fullest. Like when I think of myself right now, I don't think of that person who is, don't play with me. You're not going to try me. You're not going to push me around. But then when I actually dig deep, I do find that that is in me. 
that is in me to a degree. It's just that the way it's expressed isn't in the most traditional way of when you think about, oh, a don't try me person. Like, I'm not the, oh, don't try me person. But I'm like a silent, don't try me person. If that makes any sense, like if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But I'm like a silent one where I'm I'm usually dormant until evoked. Don't let it get to that point. So anyways, that's what I was thinking about. And then I was thinking about, you know, I love that there's fire for me, fire for warmth, for comfort, for zeal, for compassion, for those who need it most. And that's basically, that speaks to what I just said. When my family needs it, when the people that I care about needs that fire, I'm coming. Don't play. Okay, anyways. And then I talk about how I want to add on more to this skin section because I feel like there's more to be said. But then I talk about how my skin holds stories for years and what I mean by that is that I have really sensitive skin so everybody gets scars right of course you have a scar I have a scar I just know it I just know it everybody gets scars but with me I tend to like scar and my scars don't fade, you know, when I get a wound or a scratch or any little thingy, like my skin tends to hold on to those. So I've had certain, you know, wounds for years that are, are now scars, but they still are like very vibrant and, you know, imminent, if that makes a sense or present, you know, um, so that's one thing that my family always says, especially my mom. She's like, Maria, like you cannot get hurt because your skin will show it. Like it holds scars. It holds on to it well. And so I said that I kind of like that because it kind of is unique to me. And one thing about it is that the slightest scratch, it gives proof to the stories and lived experiences. Um, again, like I said, I don't really know if that's going to be the line, but that's basically what I was trying to communicate was that if I look at this scar on my right hand, I know what story is behind that and how it helped me learn my right from my left and exactly how I got it and da 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 so on and so forth. So let's move on to the next section and then we'll be done. This whole next section is about hair and again, I don't know. I was just free riding. So this is what was on my mind. So I said, hair, I love your versatility. You mold and fold. As I grow, you grow with me. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I love you, but I'm not sure if the world loves you. And that scares me. But bear with me, because I'm looking forward to the day where I can say, F the world, it's me and my fro against any foe. I want to fall deeply in love with you. I want to care for you and shower you with love and show you off to the world. I want to be confident in who you are and what you bring to the table. You deserve more and the least I can give you is love. For you were there with me since birth. You never left me. You shed for me. You stretch yourself for me. You burned for me. You processed for me. You lay dormant for me. And you were humble through it all. Every time I came back, you curled for me. And when I abandoned you, you curled for me. Your hum your humility amazes me. And for that, I am forever in awe of you. I love you. I love your height. I was going to keep on going, but I didn't. Um, so to be continued on that part. And then I said, I love you, but I'm not sure if the world loves. Oh, okay. 
I copied and pasted that and I put that earlier. Not this plane flying over my over my um house. I don't like it. Okay, I actually really love that. I love you. I love your height. What else do I love about it? I love again the versatility. I love how I love your softness when I actually care for you. <laughs> I love I love it. No, and I love the depth of it and the thickness of it. I love how it feels like a rainforest. It does. That's what it feels. It feels exotic and tropical and and diverse and cool and that's what I love about my hair I do I love it let's talk about that so I went through I talked about how I love how versatile my hair is I told my hair that it molds and folds and that was just an ode to (laughs) one of the first first poem poems that I made and I put mold and fold in it and ever since then it's been a running joke between me and my friends if you don't know there is a podcast about it but I don't know what podcast it is so I'm sorry for not remembering but in one of my podcasts I talk about that um and then I say as I grow you grow with me and that's true like as I've grown my hair has grown with me and I said that um I'm I love my hair, but I'm not in love with my hair. You know those feelings of um, how people usually will say, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Because you can love something, but to be in love denotes a whole another type of care and affection and admiration and attention that just merely loving someone doesn't have, if that makes any sense. And so while I love my hair, I'm not in love with my hair. And while... I'm comfortable in my hair. I'm not confident in my hair. And I talk about how, you know, I love my hair, but I'm not sure if the world loves my hair. And that kind of scares me because I don't want to be met with opposition. And we've talked about this before. That is Kamari's character to a T. Um, Not wanting to be met with opposition. But... Like I told my hair, I'm going to tell you this right now. Bear with me because I want to get to the point where I'm going to be like, F, F what the world thinks. And that's on true. Forget what the world thinks, whatever you want to say. Because um, it's me and my fro against any foe, period. I love that one. It was so cute. Um, I'm not even going to go through this anymore because it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. But I will skip down to the end and tell you guys. So I started to talk about how my hair, it never left me. And how it shed for me. Like, my hair literally sheds for me. And that's what your hair is supposed to do. Like, it's not supposed to fall out. But, like, it continuously grows and then sheds the dead ends. And sheds what's not supposed to be there to continue being healthy. And, like, it does that even when I don't even take care of it. It still does what needs to be done. And I think that that's so, like, divinely orchestrated in a way. And I love God for that. Um, And then I talk about how my hair, it stretches for me when I pull it and I stretch it out. But then when I be trying to like revert it back, it go back and I just take my hair through a whole entire situation. And I talk about how it burned for me when I put that flat iron on my head all these times in my life and that Como City say blow dry brush. It was burning for me and never did it ever say much. You know what I mean? And what I mean by my hair being humble is that... I have had heat damage, but I haven't had heat damage. Like, my hair has held up 
relatively well considering how I've burned it and put it through processes and stretched it out and laid it dormant and abandoned it from time you know to time like right now I'm trying to let my hair go back to where it's at because especially in the front part of my hair it's a little bit heat damaged but she still curls for me especially the back she's still curling and doing what it needs to do and I love how like it doesn't really really complain it just lets me you know and so that is the end of my little writing that I that I um discovered today and that I added on today I really enjoy writing I do I want to do it more regularly because again it's a great way to express myself <sighs> anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this I hope you guys have a wonderful day as always, my friends, peace and positivity and productivity and prosperity and a gossip perspective to you and everyone you know. And until next time, bye.